0: welcome to episode 826 of motorcycle madhouse morning mayhem don't forget second half of the show baby live with china down myself you can listen to it on insane throttle discord wherever you want to do it replays over on the podcast platforms as well today we got some good stuff coming up, but be first before we go on. Yesterday's story about the outlaw being shot down in Florida, there was multiple different stories on this one, different newspapers that were claiming that it was a pagan that did it, and I, you know what, when there is multiple different stories where they conflict together, You just got to take the safe approach and say it's not true, and that's what I'm doing. I don't think the guy was a pagan, but if you're out there, you're reading these stories, make sure you look at all different publications on this one, because they just do not have it together at all with this not at all with that story it's all conflicting anyway look at that motorcycle right there river scum G, baby uh it's an ultima 127 cubes it has 142 horsepower has a six speed with a 3.5 primary altimas both of them it has a custom fish-tailed exhaust 200 rear tire And uh, fat spoke mammoth wheels, no gauges, no turn signal mirrors, Uh, a lot of stuff right there. And I love that it's sitting in there in the living room. Old school, baby, right there. Old school. You got to love it, man. You got to love that freaking motorcycle i think it has to be one of my favorites uh that we featured on the show and yes you can feature any make model on the show behind me info at insane throttle biker news.com. i'll get you in line and i will let you know i'll email you the day before it goes on to the show today what we have in the news is motorcycle club members reminisce about 50 years. We also have the ex-wife of that, I believe it was a raider. They were claiming it was Mago Raider, whatever it was. Uh, it was a big uh, thing down in Florida. Sheriff came out calling everybody scumbags that were in 1% clubs, calling everybody motorcycle gangs. Yeah, that was the sheriff. So we're going to hear from her. And she's saying eye for an eye. She won't accept a life sentence if this goes down. She wants the death penalty. She is not playing around, man. She wants the death penalty on this one. And Florida, I believe, is a death penalty state. And it wouldn't surprise me if they do. And the reason why it wouldn't surprise me, especially coming from this sheriff's mouth, he's claiming anybody that has association with one percenters are nothing but drug dealers, pimps, all that kind of stuff. So he's going to have a lot of leverage to go to the prosecuting attorney on this one. And say, hey, let's make an example out of him so these people that are in clubs can get a point, if you will. Get the point. That's what is going to be with him. And they're probably going to go and seek the death penalty. Now, there's only been one guy arrested so far in this. This sheriff claims there's going to be more. Which, at that point, when you involve more people, you're looking at either a life or a death sentence, you can almost guarantee that somebody's gonna start talking to avoid a death penalty or a life sentence. So, it's gonna be very interesting to see how this all comes down, especially now that you have the ex wife and the kids coming out saying they want justice and then you have a sheriff that is like off the freaking walls it's hard to believe how bad it is down there regarding sheriffs they put on this tough attitude of no-nonsense bs in their counties and during their press conferences because they're all over the place when they do them they come out talking tough, and the media, they just eat it up when they have these press conferences. I haven't seen that legitimately in any other state where the sheriffs act like they do like they do in Florida. But it is funny. I remember a couple years ago, there was, I think it was a lieutenant, and it you know, it was during bike week and stuff. He was flanked by two FBI agents, and he said on his interview that these are nothing but domestic terrorists. It's like, what the hell's up your guys' behinds, man? Did a club member or biker or something shaft your wife? What's going on, man? Because they have some major attitudes when it comes to bikers major attitudes it's like damn man did they like take her uh out make her happier than you ever could who knows who knows just asking a question because they have some hardcore freaking attitudes man it's like unbelievable the way they really are unreal anyway let's go to our first story shall we Kokomo Tribune, Kim Dumlap of the Kokomo Tribune, Motorcycle Club members reminisce on 50 years, and what's cool about that is some of these old AMA clubs, you got members like this one, 50 years, 60 years in it, and it's awesome to see that kind of stuff, because Nowadays you really don't see people that last a long time in the clubs. You know, you'll 20 is about average, but it's hard to see 30, 40, 50 year old members, not old, but 50 year members of the clubs sticking around. It's a rarity nowadays. And this is the Road Knights field meet. Now, let's see here Hank Garrett William Pendleton, Paul we- Reed, Boyd Kirby, Ray Eddington, Clarence Greer, and Lee uh, Gleaves are shown in this picture. Now, it says there are two words etched into the concrete stoop of the Little White House at 7-Eleven. Get it? Seven Eleven, At North Lock Street. It was just a bad joke, I have to say. Uh, Through simple in nature, they tell a story that stretches back a half a century, man. Hey, wait a second. That ain't cool. I'm going to be almost a half a century year old. Now you make me look like I'm old. I don't like that. That sucks. (laughs) It's funny how you get uh, in tune with your morality when you get older. I know you all have that problem, too. Uh, one of the brotherhood and camaraderie and the freedom of the open road road knights the words read in tidy grain uh gray lettering in case anyone questions who resides inside uh the walk in you know he's going in there uh they're giving a prelude to the story seven uh surviving members of the road knights motorcycle club the oldest motorcycle club in howard county which once boasted anywhere from 25 to 30 members, some goodbyes are harder than others, and though none of the men like to use the word disbanding, they do admit that the logistics just aren't there anymore to successfully maintain a clubhouse and participate in community events the way they used to be. Oh, man, disbanding after all that time. You youngins need to go up to the Road Knights, help them out, man. You don't want uh, something like that going to the way of the the, the dodo bird, man. Get over there and help. Get them up. Get some membership going over there, man. It's AMA Club. Now, uh, becoming the Road Knights, it was 1968 when a group of local African-American motorcycle riders Began meeting inside a garage in Kokomo. They uh, monikered Hoganville, aptly named because of the surname of several of the group uh, members. Their focus, according to this quote, was mainly about safety and security at the time. One of the club's founding members was Clarence Greer. We didn't want to be one of those outlaw clubs that went around terrorizing the neighborhood. The one thing we wanted to have was a good name. We always said your name is your bond, and we didn't want anybody talking about us in a bad way. Uh, He goes on to say we were always dressed really well. Our bikes were always very, very clean. I got to go wash the boulevard, by the way. I do. It's got some dust on it, man. You know what? I, I have to find a way to separate the garage from the shop, man. Anyway, we were very selective on who was able to join and made sure everyone knew that we were clean club because we didn't want to get a bad reputation. And then in the early 70s, the Road Knights became sanctioned through the American Motorcycle Association and began holding field meets on Father's Day weekend in front of their clubhouse. That was awesome, man. It went on for decades. Uh, wow. this You guys don't want to lose something like this. Come on, youngins. Go visit them, man. See if you can help out. You don't want something like this disbanding. You just don't want that, man. This is like history right here. That is sad right there. No, no, no. no don't let that happen. Let's go to uh, the intro to what's going on with this killing down in florida you'll
1: only see on 10 tampa bay tonight two days ago deputies told us this man was murdered because another member of a biker gang believed he was a police informant just three hours ago 10 tampa bay's angelina solcido spoke to the victim's former wife and tonight she shares her fight for justice it doesn't even seem real it doesn't like a scene out of a movie. You walk in the front door and there was glass broken. And if you look directly through it, it's where the chair was, where his body found. Nicole Paternoster and her daughter saw what was left at her ex-husband's house after he was killed. I sat in the chair with the bullet holes in it, where his head would have been for about an hour, and cried my eyes out. And this is coming from somebody who hated his guts. In the end. (laughs) The two shared three kids together and had been separated for over five years. They met when they were teenagers in Utica, New York. He had a great sense of humor. He was quite intelligent and witty. But she says things changed when he got addicted to drugs. Nicole says Dominic had mentioned wanting to be a part of a biker gang towards the end of their relationship. He would talk about it. But it was more like a fairy tale. Once they separated, she says Dominic started hanging out with the Mongols and people who were gang affiliated. The Pinellas County Sheriff's Office says that's what got him killed. 48-year-old Paul Mogilevsky was arrested and charged with Dominic's first-degree murder. Deputies say he's a Mongol. They were buddies. That's all that I hear. And that they are both trying to get into the Mongols together. Despite her bad feelings towards her former husband, now she and her kids are fighting for justice. i like to see all of them executed. Whoever was involved. An eye for an eye. Life imprisonment would not be enough. Now, so far, one man has been arrested in connection to Dominic's death, but Sheriff Bob Gualtieri says they are not stopping there. He's confident more gang members were involved and more arrests will be made. Reporting in Pinellas County, Angelina Salcido, 10 Tampa Bay.
0: You know what? That down from Florida, and you really can see the anguish and pain in his ex's eyes. They have kids together. It's just not a good situation, especially when it looked like it was execution style. This ain't freaking Sons of Anarchy and stuff. It involves real human beings, and anybody that ever gets hurt or killed, I never, ever condone something like that, uh, unless it's in a self-defense type of manner. You gotta feel, because the kids ain't gonna have their father... And you have to ask yourself, is it really all that serious where you have to do something like that? Now, if you choose to live in the underworld, that's what happens. You choose that type of life. But I really doubt that the guy was out there running all kinds of stuff. And did they have proof that he was an informant, that kind of stuff? It looked like he wanted to be a part of a motorcycle club, wanted the brotherhood, the riding. I do not think that he really signed up for something like that. It's just a very terrible situation that happened down there. And I would wonder if you were in her place, would you demand the same justice that she is demanding As far as the death penalty in this case, like I said, uh, the sheriff down there is going to be pushing for it. I guarantee the prosecutors are probably going to do it. If there's more people involved, you can guarantee somebody's going to get that death penalty because somebody's going to be flipping on that because it's going to get real at that point. Get very real in something like a capital murder like this. Let me know what you guys think, man. Let me know what you guys think. Okay, for our Oz or around the world uh, news that uh, we just started uh, on the last segment, we're going to cover you know at least one article from around the world. This one, Hell's Angel, who was shot in K- uh, Kilona in twenty eleven, found guilty of conspiracy to commit two revenge killings, and. Let's see here, it's, uh, you know what, <laughs> I'll be honest, I don't know where the hell this is from, man, uh, <laughs> New Zealand, Australia, okay, who knows, but I think it's uh, uh, Australia, just, you know, if it ain't, correction, it is what it is. Uh, a Hells Angel was injured during a brazen daytime shooting in a Kilo- uh, what is it, Lalana, Whatever, man. Uh, can't you guys get the English words, man? you got to use all these, uh, you know, weird ones. And 2011 has been found guilty for his involvement in two revenge killings that occurred the following year, according to reporting by the Vancouver Sun. Okay, this has to be Canada then, okay? This is Canada. I stand corrected. You know, sometimes it just seems Australia and Canada have the same damn frickin' towns. Uh, I told you, it's not easy covering news from Australia, Canada, New Zealand, uh, Europe, because I don't know much about that scene, man. And my geography sucks when it comes to getting out of the United States, by the way. So this is Canada, my bad. A jury convicted Larry uh, Amiro on two counts of conspiracy to commit murder in the targeted killings of Sam Dipter and Shukduk. Oh my God, with the names. Uh, In Vancouver and Burnaby, uh, Amiro's co-accused, Robbie, was convicted of conspiracy and the first-degree murder along with conspiracy to uh, commit uh, the murder of the other one. Uh, now, this followed the attempt on Amiro's life outside uh, the Delta Grand Hotel on August 14th of 2011. He was seriously injured in the shooting, while Jonathan Bacon, Bacon, uh, one of the leaders of the Red Scorpions, was killed. So, I would go to castanet.com, net to check out this story again it's canada it has to be that's what it's saying up at the top so i'm just gonna put that out as uh canadian i gotta study up on my worldwide stuff don't i anyway we're gonna go to the second half of the show with china Doll. listen live again on insane tv.com or the replays on all the major podcast platforms. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Also, go over to the second channel I got, man. We got a lot of topics burning over there that I piss people off on. Anyway, we'll be right back after this music break.
1: Where do you live? I live in the hood. The hood? What hood do you live in? Adulthood.
0: I live in adulthood and it freaking sucks. I'm trying to move. Listen to everyone's favorite shit talker Hollywood. Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time on Motorcycle Madhouse Morning Mayhem. Available on all podcasts and platforms. What's up everyone? How you guys doing? Second segment, I got the bitch of the West right here. And it's China doll, you know, she's becoming a heathen, something I'm not too fond of. Yeah, she's studying this witchcraft crap, and it's just crap in my eyes. Freaking heathens, man, heathens. Anyway, coming up today, we got an unsolved murder that we're going to talk about. And a little later on, we're going to be talking about... China Doll Serial Killer, yes, it was supposed to happen Monday, but we had a cool-ass show yesterday, so we're going to be continuing the talk on that, it looks like in Chicago during Labor Day weekend, these stats are out, 9 dead and 47 wounded, it is Shyrock, baby, Shyrock, rock most of it down on the west and south side tomorrow big 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 a big two-day event that's gonna be happening it is coming out of the mongols trial and what i can tell you is hollywood was right yes we got a bunch of dean backs out there that's defending the little shithead and a lot has come out at, in court, actually, from the ATF agent, John Sassone. And also, Stubbs, or, you know, known as Bowtie, one of the lawyers on the case. And you're not going to want to miss this one. It is huge, huge. What's up, China, though? Nothing. What are you up to? Nothing. Besides being a bitch of the East.
2: Hollywood zero, cat one. I'm going to beat that cat. No. Yes, I will. No, you're not smarter than a cat. Hollywood is uh,
0: zero against uh, Crazy Cali one. Mm-hmm. See, yeah. what are we doing here?
2: What, what's the contest here? Uh, who can make it where the water bottle doesn't get knocked over? And you failed. I failed last night. Bungee cording it to the wall did not work. She still knocked it over.
0: She still got me. So it's a battle of wits between Hollywood and a cat.
2: And a calico cat.
0: And that's the things with calicos. They're so fucking smart. They really are. They're the smartest cats out there. And they got the biggest attitude problems. And she gets crazy. Running on the wall, trying to climb up walls. And she knocks her water over and we can't figure it out. It's like she's saying, fuck you.
2: Yeah, well, she's doing it to get your attention. No, she's not. She's doing it to be an asshole.
0: So Hollywood's going to be in the battle of the wits against a calico cat.
2: Good luck. I'm going to win. No, you're not. I'm going to win this. No, you're not. She's going to win. <laughs> Mainly cuz she is a she.
0: Oh, okay, you're Yo. trying to say
2: women are smarter than men. I doubt that. Female animals are smarter than Hollywood. I doubt that.
0: She's going to win. So what do you think about the uh 47 wounded in Chicago over the weekend?
2: It's a holiday weekend, that's norm. Ain't that
0: pretty fucked I mean, it's up. bad. It's, it's like, norm. does
2: it become shocking when you hear about Chicago having shootings? No. Not from people who actually live around there. No. You know, who, like who, whatever. Are, who came
0: from there. It's just like an a- everyday fucking thing.
2: It's just, it's whatever it is now. Whatever. We just like, whatever, it happened again. It's a holiday. Expect it.
0: But people from outside the area, they're like, oh my God.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Get used to it. <laughs> Try living in do the Do you state. see
0: the major discrepancy where the news, when, say, a mass shooting happens and you got, you know, six people that got killed or something like that, or like that uh, story about the club in uh, the Bronx where four people were shot in a drive by? But damn, they do not cover the war zone that is Shy Rock.
2: Why bother anymore? It's old news when there are shootings in Shy Rock. Ain't that sad? That state? <laughs> I mean, it's serious. It's like, okay, we get no, it. No, but it I happened. think you're
0: correct. People are just like, yeah, that happens every weekend.
2: It happens all the time, so.
0: But I have we're to ask to you it. a question here.
2: Okay. I have to ask you a question. Ask away.
0: Why am I racist? Because they say. That I shouldn't be zeroing in on the neighborhoods where all this is happening.
2: This happens how do you on the South that, how, and West Side. How would that be considered racist? I mean, it's the truth. It's black-on-black crime. Mm-hmm. I mean, It upsets
3: it, me. It, it, it
2: does. I don't know how that's being racist. It's just pointing out the facts. Mm-hmm. So it's not racist. Not in my opinion.
3: And it when we're is.
0: talking about Chicago's South Side... We're talking about Englewood and those type of neighborhoods. Yeah. You know, because there are good sides on the south side. But this is where all this shit is happening. Mm -hmm. But people don't want to confront that issue. Like you said, it's
2: just something normal. It happens. It's like we go into the into a holiday weekend, and we already know before the weekend even starts that right. something's going to happen in Chicago.
0: Especially during the summer periods.
2: Oh, yeah. We know. Yeah, you already know. It's like a given. And it calms down in wintertime. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, it like the spring
0: last, and summer.
2: This will be like the last mass shooting in Chicago until, you know... Well, when Memorial the, Day weekend in in the spring,
0: it's <laughs> so sad. It is sad that you can, you can predict. Guess, yeah, you can predict what the shootings are going to be in Chicago.
2: Yeah, it's depressing, and
0: it never stops. Mm-mm. And you have a Beetlejuice ugly looking mayor who's, uh, yeah, you know, I ain't gonna keep going in. Don't that.
2: go on to her. She's just like, I not don't like even her. Wor- She's not even worth the conversation. She's just,
0: saying yeah. that Greg Abbott is a communist or fascist, whatever the fucking new word for Democrats are, <laughs> because he's bussing up illegal immigrants into their city. Well, wait a second. I thought you were a sanctuary city asshole.
2: I thought she already said it was okay.
0: Now all of a sudden they don't like it. They don't like it at all. But here you are with a war zone on your south and west side that you will not do nothing about. Do you know what my solution would be? What? Calling the National Guard. Why?
2: Put, not going to stop nothing.
0: Oh, the National Guard, MC16s, all that bullshit. Put on put them on every corner in the south and west side. That shit would stop. And I think it's a, a national emergency when you have that kind of shit going down.
2: Yeah, I don't think but so. But they
0: don't want to do it because it'll make them look like they're fucking, uh, you know, how can I say it? Dickheads. They
2: already are dickheads. How's that going to change? Incompetent, then. That they can't stop it. They're not stopping it because they're not trying to stop it. No, they like seeing it. They don't care. But then they go out and, you know,
0: you have them bashing everybody else. Take care of your own backyard first. Yeah. Before you start making allegations. Now, we talked about BLM yesterday. Ten million fucking dollars this guy stole. They're supposed to be helping out the black community. Well, where's that money going into the south and west side of Chicago?
2: It's not. It's not. It's providing them more weapons, maybe. I don't know. More Tech Nines. Yeah. Mac Tens. You can go on any street corner over there and get one. They just open their trunk. Shopping.
0: Yeah, shop out. What you want in there? You got a 9, you want a 380, what do you want, a Mac 10, fully Cer- auto, AK. Serial numbers
2: are gone, it's fine. Right.
0: <laughs> so that, you know, we had a really interesting discussion with Dark Soul yesterday, very interesting. Yeah. And seeing those statistics over the weekend, it brings it more into focus, where you got a bunch of people enriching themselves, and you got dumbass corporations... That are all woke and shit, giving them money, and we still got a war zone.
2: It's because they're not using the money for what it was meant for. Our country is really fucked. Kind of like the government. They just like giving our money away to other countries. They do. What the fuck? Keep it in house. We are- Maybe wouldn't be so in fucking debt if you stopped giving away all our damn money.
0: Exactly. You know how bad it's really gotten? With our country?
2: Like, I hate to say it, man. People are still getting COVID relief checks. It's like, Like, what the fuck is happening Like refunds, but it's like specific people. And it's like, if if everybody ain't getting it, don't give it. You know, for real. You're just putting us more in debt.
0: The morality of our country is so fucked up, you pulled the story of a fucking guy down in Florida... Who was soliciting a fucking six year old? Yup. A six year old. Yep. This son of a bitch. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck were you thinking? People don't
2: think nowadays. That's the fucking problem.
0: And I think that's the downfall of society is we're killing it from within. Yeah. And these supposed leaders, all they care about is their power and their money and not fixing shit. But I do have to say to the citizens of the South and West Side, you're getting exactly what the fuck you deserve. You keep voting for these pricks. It's your fault. You allow them to do these kind of things.
2: Well, they're not doing anything about it, so it's just gonna keep fucking happening.
0: Did you pull this story up with the six year old I want them to hear this,
2: yeah, keep talking. I'll get it.
0: Oh, keep talking you know you're supposed to have these in different windows i I,
2: I announced I told you about seven different stories this morning. You didn't respond to any of them so uh yeah, well, anyway, keep talking. He's I'll a
0: fucking it. deviant. everybody knows how, and I hope all you feel the same way when it comes to these child sexual predators another thing that's upsetting me is you got states like california that just released a guy get this get this he got a mistrial in court and and he was doing something sexual or some shit like that But the judge gave him a mistrial because he was too tired to take notes. One of these Soros-backed fucking judges. Well, he couldn't take notes in trial, so we got a mistrial and redo it again so he could get his fucking beauty sleep.
2: All right, I got it. Okay, what do we got? Florida man arrested for stalking a six-year-old saying he will make her a big girl. Can you believe that unfucking real Florida man was arrested Saturday after t- after allegedly stalking a six- year- old girl telling her that he would make her famous and turn her into a big girl as she played outside
0: a fucking big girl
2: yeah Mark Greenberg 55 of Florida is accused of at least 11 incidents over the past eight months in which he harassed neighbors yelling at them and their kids with a megaphone and drove past their houses while recording children on his phone. One incident, the father told deputies that Greenbird walked into the the end of the driveway where his six-year-old daughter was playing and made unusual comments saying, I'm going to make you famous. I'm going to turn you into a woman or a big girl.
0: Alan, we all know what that means. Don't we? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the motherfucker was smiling in his booking photo.
2: Oh, yeah. Ear to ear fucking grin.
0: Ear to fucking ear. Mm Mm-hmm. Ear to ear. And what did the father say? The
2: father is... uh, hmm.
0: I know the father's pissed. Yeah. See, I wouldn't even have called the cops.
2: But see here's I'd the part. I'd have buried that fucker in the Everglades. Let a python eat his ass. I mean, here's the bullshit though. This is what pisses me off. He's only facing charges of aggravated stalking of a person under the age of sixteen. He was being held at the jail on a five thousand dollar bond. That's all he was being held on. Yeah.
0: That's five hundred bucks to get him out. Yeah. See, that's what I don't understand with these fucking prosecutors. I, I don't
2: I don't understand where they come up with these figures for these frickin' child violators. I mean, it's like... He's gonna go out there and do it again. Yeah. Well, I guess they tried going to the guy's house because he is out on bond already, and he refused to eat. answer the door.
0: Put a fucking 12-gauge through that fucking door. He'll answer it.
2: But yeah, he has the shit-eating grin in his mugshot. It's fucking sick.
0: It is sick. And by the way, when I upload these episodes to Spotify and stuff, we do put links in uh, all kinds of the stuff that we cover, so you to click on it and check it out. But this is a sick fucking puppy. Yeah. That's where our society is going right now. And you gotta be afraid for the grandkids and people that have kids. It's no wonder you gotta be glued to a kid or grandkid in the store. You, you gotta be glued to them.
2: Well, and, and it's like, okay, we, we live in a small town, you know, and it, like, amazes me with everything nowadays that even in a small town like this, parents just don't give a shit where their kids are. Oh, you got that fucking right. I mean, we've got, like, nine-year-olds that come up to the gas station to hang out. You know what? To the point where we have to confront the parents on how the gas station is not a hangout. Right. Why are you not keeping a better eye on your nine-year-old? Because in a blink of an eye, it's over with. And they don't care. It's like, it's like... Well, it's a small town. Nothing will happen here. You know, you never know when something's gonna happen. Or do they not somebody realize somebody could be driving through this town that exactly. doesn't even live here, and anything can happen? Do they not realize this
0: ain't the nineteen eighties any fucking more? Where yeah, we rode our bikes all over the fucking place.
2: It ain't. It like ain't like that. that no more. No, it ain't like that anymore. And I get it. You know, there's a lot of kids out in this area that love riding their bikes all over the place or walking. You know, mm-hmm. when you get to like the junior high age and the high schoolers, they're all walking around the town all the time. But it's like, you know what? I get it. Junior high, high school, fine. But, you know, under that age, Jesus, keep an eye on your kids. It's like I won't go anywhere with the grandkids without actually holding on to one of them, like holding their hand. You're damn right. We it could we, we could be at the mall when we took them to the zoo. I was always behind you. You walked behind us, and I held their hands. And it's like, no, um, I don't trust no one. I I don't even care. And that's
0: what upsets me with some people, where they're looking for babysitters. Mm-hmm.
2: They don't check references. No, and they're going they don't to do like, any of that shit. They they're going to like. App like websites and shit to look for babysitters. How the and it's fuck like, you do that? It's like, uh, I know when our kids were little, my uh, like family were the only ones that would watch our kids.
0: Exactly.
2: That was it. Unbelievable stuff. It's like people are trusting people they know nothing about to watch their kids. I mean, I get it. You got you know, if you go to have kids go into like a daycare or that's something like thing. that, that's different because you know you get to know them mm. i mean that's a different scenario and you're
0: hoping the licensing through the states actually doing and, something yeah, right
2: geo just posted the exact website that i was thinking of i just couldn't think of the name thanks geo
0: they're fucking psychos man you, out you're there.
2: going to this you know nothing about these people all you're gonna see is what you read on their profile and they could be lying on these reviews okay well, they can make It could make be their actually them. <laughs> they can make their and, own reviews. Right. You don't know.
0: Now, I get it. you got to work and stuff, but actually your first priority should be the kid.
2: Yeah, 100%.
0: Making sure they're
2: safe.
0: 100%. Not worrying about, well, i got to be at work at a certain time. Can you, uh, you know, watch my kid? No. No. that don't work that way. Mm-mm. Because what if they went to that fucking psycho? Oh, you know, he's up there on care.com, got good reviews because he wrote them and some of his family wrote them. What if they sent him to somebody like him? Yeah. Here he is fucking saying he's going to make that kid an adult. Mm-hmm. People don't fucking think anymore. They're like ass nine.
2: No, Definitely.
0: So let's go into our main topic here. Okay. Stuff that you like because you're a heathen.
2: <laughs> the unsolved murders?
0: The unsolved the, murders. my
2: serial killers for the day.
3: No,
0: let's go into the unsolved murder. Let's walk through this one. All right. And what I like about your unsolved murder stuff yeah. is you're going decades in the past
2: yeah i kind of you know what it's
0: kind of like what unsolved cases or some shit like
2: that yeah this is this is uh the unsolved sims family murder this article was actually posted in february of 2022 and this happened when october 22nd 1966 wow over 50 years
0: ago still unsolved what I what what sucks about these unsolved ones though from that long ago, most of the people are dead now.
2: Mm, possibly
0: that committed the crimes. Most of them die within that period. Karma's a bitch, by the way. Go yeah. ahead. Let's hear about this
2: one. Well, in October of '66, this case it was on a Saturday a huge portion of Tallahassee residents were attending the weekend Florida State football game. They defeated Mississippi, just so y'all want to know back then. But while most of Tallahassee was out celebrating their hometown's latest victory, a gruesome crime occurred. To this day, has not been solved. Mm -hmm. Tallahassee would turn into a ghost town on days that... This is Florida. Yeah. The... They would turn into ghost towns on days that the football team played. But some members of the Sims family were among the people who stayed home on that day. 42-year-old Robert and 34-year-old Helen Sims were at home with their youngest daughter, 12-year-old Joy. Their daughter Norma returned home after the football game and was surprised that no one was there. She looked around the house and was met with a ghostly sight of her parents' bedroom that prompted her to make a call to the local funeral home instead of the police. What? Yeah. A funeral home? She called the local funeral home, telling the party on the other end of the line, something terrible has happened. Please come. Now, I got a question.
0: Yes. I got a question. Here. Yes. Yes. That show, the uh, the first 48, you watch it. Yes. I wonder how true that really is. If they do not solve a murder within the first 48, does it become a cold case?
2: I think they go a specific time period before they actually make it a cold case.
0: Well, I know, but if it's not done within the first 48 hours, eventually it's probably not going to be
2: solved. They claim on that show that if it's not solved within the first 48 hours, it's a high likely chance it will get solved. It won't. And it will not get solved. Right. Yeah.
0: So like the murders in Chicago, those fucking homicide detectives are probably overworked, don't have enough of them. So within the first 48, usually they never solve them anyway. No. Hey, go on, go on. That was a question I
2: had. What Norma found was shocking. Her parents were both lying in bed, tied up and blindfolded with gunshot wounds. Meanwhile, her sister, Joy, was on the floor and had been both shot and stabbed. Mm Mm-hmm. Robert and Helen were both still alive when Norma found them, but just barely. Both had been shot in the head, Robert once and Helen twice. The next people to arrive on the scene were Russell Beavis, the proprietor of the funeral home home that Norma phoned, and his son Rocky. Upon seeing the condition of the victims, they worked to unfree Robert and Helen while so they
0: disturbed the
2: crime scene this seems like the right thing to do this would later be deemed a decision that compromised the crime scene for investigators sadly by the time the funeral home arrived joy was already dead the 12-year-old girl robert died at the died the day of the attack while helen the mother who was shot in the head twice was transported to a hospital where she died 9 days later I can't believe she lasted nine days with two gunshot wounds to the head. Doesn't mention location of gunshots, but it just says the head. The lead detective on the case, Larry Campbell, at that time was 24 years old, who himself was later elected sheriff. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. He was a suspect? No, he was a sheriff. Oh, he, he became the sheriff. He became
0: the sheriff. But was he a suspect
2: in the murders? No, he was the detective. Oh, okay. What is wrong with you? Wishful thinking. <laughs> Robert Sims was a respected technology expert, and the Sims family was well-liked, thought-out in the Tallahassee community. Could communion. you imagine that, a technology expert in 66?
0: Yeah. Seems far-fetched, man. He probably wouldn't even recognize the
2: technology from the day. Probably not. They tried to figure out a motive for the brutal attack, and they almost immediately ruled out robbery as nothing was taken from their home. So it was an inside job.
0: That's what happens usually when it ain't a robbery, and it's somebody that they knew then at that point. Hey, I watch Lucifer.
2: <laughs> there were very few leads. The leads to speak of, so the like, at all. So investigators combed through the area around the house. They even drained a nearby pond in hopes that they would come across a discarded weapon, and they found nothing.
0: By the way, the answer to the question I had about unsolved murders in Chicago... 60 fucking percent of the murders in Chicago go unsolved. That's how many murders go unsolved.
2: Sad. This, ca- this case caused such great panic in Tallahassee that no killer had been arrested. And mind you, this was on the 22nd of October, so... The town decided to cancel trick or treating that year because there was no no arrest. Over the years, some person of interest would come into picture, including a teenager who lived close to the Sims who later did commit murder. The other was a local pastor who Helen Sims had worked for as a secretary before quitting the job not long before the murders.
0: Does that even make any sense though?
2: <laughs> what a pastor.
0: No, the suspects <laughs> in this case, because again, they had to know who the hell did this. And if it was a teenage boy that they were suspecting, he doesn't have the knowledge to pull something like that off Well, without getting busted
2: I as mean, far
0: as getting rid of guns. and
2: The teenager did uh, orig- end up getting arrested for committing murder. Yeah. After that.
0: But in something like this, there was multiple murders. And you know how teenagers are. They run their fucking mouths. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing I, I don't know about a teenager in something
2: like this. I don't think it would have been a teenager. But then what the funny thing is, is that they... Su- I don't... What would make you su- suspect a pastor... <laughs> all because she quit the job before the murders. You
0: got to watch out for I have to disagree there. Would you ever ex, you know expect or suspect a
2: priest in molesting a kid? No. Well, nowadays it's like you can...
0: Yeah, but you just <laughs> had you had the right answer. Well, you would have never done that. No. And in this case, with the pastor, people... Nah, he wouldn't have done that. Well, I don't think... He I... might have the dumb motherfucker to way these pastors and the uh, priest are.
2: I mean, I personally don't think it would have been a pastor. Why? Because she quit her job before the murders occurred? That's kind of stupid.
0: What if she was doing the priest? Or I mean, doing the pastor?
2: There's a possibility.
0: He got pissed off.
2: She left him. She broke up with him.
0: Right. So, some of these people go down... The avenue of, well, if I can't have her, nobody else can.
2: And then a lot of people were saying, um, because I read about four different articles on this one, a lot of people were saying that the older daughter uh, that they said came home from the football game might not have been at the football game. Well, she she could have been getting laid or something. And then the funny thing is, is they had a second older daughter, and none of the articles speak about her. Really? Yeah. They only talk about the one. None of them talk about the second one.
0: So they have no leads whatsoever no. about this case. Nope. They probably are never will now.
2: No, I mean it was 66. It's 22.
0: No. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think they're gonna I don't
2: think I don't they'll, think they'll ever find it unless they get lucky and somebody admits to it. And one of the things that cops have at their disposal now well, and then, is this DNA stuff with,
0: uh, you know, family history out of, uh, what is it, Ancestry.com? They should be solving a lot more of these fucking cases.
2: Well, the downfall, though, is the whole entire crime scene was disturbed from the get-go because the daughter called the funeral home. And why
0: the Instead hell did of the, the, funeral the cops. How did the fu- Well, this is
2: 66, but the funeral home should have knew better. They should have contacted the police and not touched anything. See, that's
0: where it becomes fishy, man.
2: I don't know any funeral home that would have done that bullshit. I mean, why would you... Okay, the funeral home is, and you know, the director and his son, first two people to arrive on the scene, right? They automatically start untying the parents. Why? Why, exactly. Why would, why would you fuck shit? I wonder up? If, if they were the, involved. I was just gonna say, unless him or his son were involved in it. I wonder if and none of them mention whether or not they were questioned. Huh. We're gonna go to a music break. Later on <laughs> in the show, we
0: got a bunch of new questions for Get Your Porn on.
3: Strip a likeness. We are in love. You take the evening one on one. You're only living to have fun. You want to easily me, take me home tonight. I'll make you wish that you were mine. You're strip a likeness.
0: Morning Mayhem with Hollywood and Chinatown. Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time. Live on WMMR-TV Rockford. With replays on all the major podcast platforms like Spotify, iTunes, and more. Get your freak on with Hollywood and Chinatown. Rock on. Do you have bipolar or a mental condition? Well, you're in the- Join a fellow bipolar, my co host, China Dow, every Monday, 9.30 a.m. Central Standard Time for Channing with China Dow. Available on all major podcast platforms. Rock on!
2: I had a good one yesterday. What'd you have?
0: My podcast. Oh my God, did you? You had a
2: very damn good one, man. Learn to adapt to change, people. Learning to adapt to if you, change. If, if you don't know how, go listen to my show. Damn right, man. <laughs> give us a little background nah, on I don't it.
0: want to. Yes, them, Make
2: them us, listen. No, give a little background. I need more listeners. Make them listen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that's why you're talking about it, so they go listen.
2: What, my show?
0: Yeah, just a little bit. Oh, really? Yes. Right now? Yeah.
2: Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> now you got to learn to adapt to change because life, life is life. You know, you can't change everything, but there are some things in life you can change.
0: There you go. That is just a little bit of what That's she talks about. That's just a taste, That's a teaser. Okay. As far as well, that show, man. It's uh, nine thirty. A.M. Central Standard Time on Mondays, it's, you know, chatting with China I'll Get over there. So, our serial killer, you freak. Yes. After this segment, yes, it's your favorite one. Get your porn on.
2: What do we got? Ray and Faye Copeland. Okay, what year is this? Ray and Faye Copeland are... The ages of 69 and 76. At the time of the murders? Yes.
3: No way!
2: The oldest couple ever sentenced to death in the United States.
0: Well, the way the United States works these uh, death penalty appeal cases, they're going to be dying of natural causes.
2: They were convicted of killing five drifters at their farm in Mooresville, Missouri. Make sure
0: if you're a drifter, don't go to any farms in Missouri. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck that. Even the old peoples kill your ass out there.
2: Well, let's just say Faye Copeland ended up looking out, and her sentence ended up being commuted to life in prison in 1999. How old was she? She was 69. 69 years old and killed? No. Faye was the oldest woman ever on death row. Oh, well, I know that, They but both died of natural causes while the, they were in prison. I was prison. right! <laughs> I was right! They did. They both died of natural causes in prison. Well, one died in prison, one died in... Faye got sent to a nursing home. What do you mean she got sent to a nursing home? Yeah, they sent her to a nursing they
0: home. They let her out?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she
0: died free?
2: She died free. Yeah.
0: How does that even work, man? Well, you get the death penalty. She, then you get was, life.
2: She was paroled in uh, 2002. She suffered a massive stroke, which paralyzed her, making her unable to speak. Weeks later, they went. the governor authorized a medical parole for Faye, fulfilling her one wish, and that was not to die in prison. She was paroled to a nursing home in her hometown in Missouri, where she died from natural causes at 82.
0: No, let me, do you agree with what he did,
2: letting her out? Honestly, to be honest with you, at her age and the fact that she could not care for herself or anything, yeah, I think so. I don't. I I think he did the right thing.
0: I I don't think so, because... Here she is. She killed people.
2: No. No.
0: No. No. You got to hear the story. Okay, give me the story here. All
2: righty. Here we go. Because right now I'm saying, you know what? Fuck her wishes. You no. kill people. No. Ray was well known in Missouri for fraud. Okay. He would buy, buy and sell cows, but he was no longer allowed to buy cows on his own because everybody knew he had fraudulent checks. To get around this problem... Better listen up, SIL. Don't sell your cow to, with a check. He began to pick up drifters and hobos and employed them as farmhands on his property in Mooresville, Missouri. He would take the employees to the market where they would use his bad checks to buy the cattle for him. After the transactions, Ray would sell the cattle and his farmhands would disappear without a trace. Oh, wow. It was a fucking scheme. For a while, the scam worked, but police caught up with Ray and once again, he was sent to jail because he was sent to jail numerous times for fraud. He's had several sentences.
0: Just because you have checks, people, don't mean you can write them if you don't have the money in
2: the bank, basically. That means y'all got some rubber checks. Upon his release, he resumed his criminal activities, but this time he made sure the farmhands were not connected to him as before. So he learned his lesson. Well.
0: (laughs) He did. He learned his lesson. Hey, you know, don't have these other ones doing and uh, be connected to me.
2: This went on until a previous employee, Jack McCormick, called the Crime Stoppers hotline in 1989 to tell them about the Copelands. McCormick claimed... The Crime Stoppers go
0: that far back? Yeah. I don't remember that number.
2: McCormick claimed that he had seen human bones on the farm while he was employed there and also claimed that Ray had tried to kill him. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. Police were skeptical of the claims, but after checking Ray's criminal record, they decided to investigate further. In October of 89, they visited the Copeland's farm, armed with a search warrant, dozens of officers, and teams of bloodhounds. Initially, they didn't find any incriminating evidence, but after further searching, the bodies of three young men were discovered in a nearby barn.
0: You know what? Tell people about bloodhounds they really don't a lot of people don't believe that but them motherfuckers can sniff you
2: out oh well, we had one we were fostering one yeah and
0: we trained it yeah. and
2: it it sniffed me out everywhere sniffed you out everywhere and that was without perfume oh
0: yeah <laughs> that motherfucker you don't ever want to get caught up with them fucking dogs they'll find so- you
2: as the search continued, more bodies were found, all killed with the same weapon, a 22 caliber Marlin rifle that was later found on the in the Copeland home. It became clear that Ray killed his employees in pursuit of money, but Faye's actions were initially questioned. When she went to trial in November 1990, her defense mounted a picture of a dutiful wife and mother who had endured beatings and general ill treatment from her husband. Mm -hmm. However, the jury convicted her, even though she had nothing to do with it. See,
0: now that's where I have to say, okay, if you're not involved in the murder...
2: She had nothing to do with it.
0: Nothing to do with it. Are they claiming that she knew about it? Yes. That's
2: how they convicted her. Yeah.
0: And they were going to give her the
2: death penalty? She was sentenced to five counts first-degree murder and was given four death sentences for the murders and one life sentence. They don't
0: fuck around in that state, man. Fuck that. They like Texas.
2: March of 91, Ray went on trial and was convicted of five counts of murder and sentenced to death. Upon hearing that Faye had been sentenced to death by lethal injection as well, Ray showed no emotion and replied, This is what gets me. Well, those things happen to some, you know. Oh my God. He didn't even care. What a dick. Ray died of natural causes October 19th of 93. His body was cremated. Fay's attorneys appealed her conviction, contending that the jury had not allowed to hear the evidence that Ray abused her for years. And then on August sixth, the judge overturned the death sentence, but let the conviction stand and commuted her sentence to five consecutive terms without without parole.
0: So she basically could have been innocent.
2: Yeah. And on August August tenth of O two was when she had her severe stroke and could no longer care for herself. And that's when she was the governor. You know, released her to a nursing home where she passed away at the age of 82.
0: See, now I would have to say, yeah. So, this is why
2: I say the governor did the right thing. Because, to be honest with you, they had absolutely no evidence, nothing incriminating against her whatsoever.
0: Everybody, get your numbers in right now. It's time to get your
3: porn on. You know what my favorite fantasy is? I love two hard cocks. I like to have one fucking me, and I like to suck one off while the other one's fucking me. And today, I'm having two of my very favorite friends come over, and they're going to be eating my pussy, and I'm going to be sucking them off. Mm, I can hardly wait. They should be here any minute. Suck it, suck it deep, suck it, suck it
0: deep, suck it, WMMRDB, Rockford, where you can always get your
3: freak off.
2: It's time to cruise with your sex drive, grab onto your clutch, put your mind in the air for masturbation and sexual stimulation, dare you to tell the truth and get your ass on a
0: neutral. It's time to get your porn.
3: All
0: right. Everybody's favorite part of the show. We got some freaks out there. I'm looking at one. Shut up. You actually look very fucking sexy. I don't know what it is about that hat. You wearing hats like that. Maybe it's because I don't have to see those uh, My damn spikes. Yeah. You know, you look like a, a true blue country girl right now. And with the spikes, it just makes you look older. Right now you look ten years younger. Shut up. I'm trying to be honest with you. No. If every if anybody has ever seen Chinadow, which darn this, you should put a picture of you with actual hair that you had, they will say the same fucking thing. Same thing. Now I'm going to have her do this. Put a picture
2: oh my of God. you
0: up with your regular hair. That well, you when used I that had hair? When you had hair. Oh, fuck. And you'll see the responses of how gorgeous you looked with hair.
2: Yeah, but which hair? <laughs> Before you
0: cut it like this this butch look.
2: Shut up. I do not look like a butch.
0: But that's the kind of hair they wear.
2: So go ahead and... I'm getting it.
0: Put that up there for me. I'm getting it. And if you guys don't agree with me, something's
2: fucking wrong with you. There you go. Now let's get our porn on here. Look up in there.
0: There we go. My God.
2: (laughs) That's before I shaved it off.
0: That's before she did this business with her hair. (laughs) Oh, oh, look at that. Oh,
2: yeah. Everybody likes that shit. Uh Uh See? Midlife crisis. Shaved it off. Fuck all 'all. (laughs) y'all. Yeah, so hot. See? All right, here we go. I'm going to ignore everybody because he's still trying to get me to grow my hair out. Number seven for Dirty Knobs. Do you prefer eye contact or no eye contact during sex? Eye contact during a blowjob?
0: It says sex, dumbass. I'd have to say yes because you have the most fucking kick-ass eyes. <laughs> and see, the longer hair actually brought those eyes out. Because you're a blondity blonde. And it was like a fucking cat staring
2: at you. Do you know how many people tell me that 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 I should go back to having black hair?
0: Your eyes really come out then. I don't like it though. But you need to grow your hair. Everybody's fucking saying it. Yeah, see? <laughs> Thanks everybody. <laughs> I love y'all. <laughs> Uh, Snowman, I agree with Hollywood about looking good.
3: Aww.
2: <laughs> Thanks, my UK southerner. What? I love UK. I know, but he's got that southern twang. They're brethren, uh, you know, from oh, across yeah. the pond. yeah, speaking of UK, I don't know if she's listening, but Flossie, happy birthday. Happy birthday! <laughs> long time, long time follower. There you go. So, what else we got here? What other numbers? 33 for Geo. Geo. 33. I already know the answer to this. It's fucking Geo. Do you watch porn?
0: Hell yeah, man. I do all my freaking research uh, for some subjects on Pornhub. I do. Pornhub's just like YouTube. Did you know you make money on fucking Pornhub? I didn't know that.
3: Well,
2: I, are you uh, going to start putting yourself out there? I, I need to I need to do something. <laughs> they get paid big money Coast, on that thing. Coastal so upset he needs some handlebars to pull on.
3: <laughs> yeah, all I got
2: for him to pull on as far as hair is my bangs, and I don't let him pull my bangs because that hurts. I got a sensitive scalp, so no. He ain't pulling my freaking hair.
0: I think you guys have finally helped me convince her no. she was fucking smoking with that hair. Finally. Go ahead. What other one?
2: What else we got? What other number? I'm going. You're too slow. I'm scrolling because they went all the way from 33 to 257.
0: Did you, did you like, use your uh, toy last night? No. Why ain't you been using your new toy? I fell asleep. You fell asleep. Mm. I told you your sex drive is calming down. No, it ain't. I told you. No, it ain't. I did.
2: What do you got? No. Would you ever go, this is, by the way, this is 257 for Call Me Cutie, 257. Would you ever go to a nude resort or sauna?
0: Yeah! You know, I hear dad bods are in. So why not? I was telling them about uh, what was it, Camp NCN? Yeah. During the motorcycle rallies, they have some bad ones, man. You know, that's a swingers' deal. Mm-hmm. Walk around naked, fuck! It's a beautiful thing.
2: Yeah. No.
0: You wouldn't go. You wouldn't go to a nudist beach.
2: Me, no. No. I'd be naked, but only from the waist down. I don't know. I don't... You love showing that cooter pocket. I'll show the cooter pocket, but the top ain't coming off. Good luck with that, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Shit don't come off. No. My shirt. No. Nope. Does it or does it not? Does it come? No. No, it don't come off. I, always, I, have my I always have freaking. I on a top. Grandma
0: bods are in, man.
2: Fuck that. All right, Grizz. 256. Have you ever hooked up with a coworker? Ew, no. <laughs> Hollywood what is that face doing the helicopter what the fuck Gio nobody's ever done the helicopter for me so what the fuck somebody needs to what is with the helicopter deal
0: (laughs) (laughs) really what what interests you so much about the helicopter
2: (laughs) it's like what the fuck man I ain't never had a man do the helicopter I want to see a man with his wiener do the helicopter come on show it <laughs> I want to see it. And you can't do it. Why would I want to do that? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> I want to see. I have
0: finally learned during doing this show what that I'm, that I'm actually a conservative when it comes to sex.
2: <laughs> I'm not.
0: Because there's a lot
2: of fucking freaks out there, man. I'm not a conservative when it comes to sex. One more, one more. No, one more. Then get moving. Four more. Okay,
0: four more, and that's it. Grandpa
2: Slayer. Number 14. Do you prefer to take control or be submissive? Oh, I'm a guy, man. I'm supposed to be in control. Lame. What do you mean, lame? Because I want to be in control. But you won't let me tie you up. (laughs) <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> you, you, know danger, you know how dangerous you know
0: how dangerous that would be for you to tie me up?
2: Fuck that. Any takers? No thank you. I
0: need some takers. You're a deviant. I am not. You know, you heathens think
2: different. <laughs> Fuck that shit. <laughs> what else? <laughs> Gloria, number forty five. Alright, I want to see everybody's answers to this fucking question. When, what age were you when you lost your virginity? Uh, really? You gotta fucking think about it, douche? Why do I gotta be a douche? (laughs) Why? You gotta think about it that strongly? (laughs) You don't even remember how old you were? (laughs) (laughs)
0: i think like 14 oh my
2: god you whore
0: what do you mean my whore you're a whore you know that's when i stuck it in my first girlfriend what the
2: fuck these guys are like 11 12 13 you fucking hoes they liars (laughs) they you know what they're considering guys peaches i believe that peaches peaches 18
0: you know what they're doing what they consider uh having their first time not being a
2: virgin what jacking off
0: no, nah, I doubt it. That's what they're considering. They're jacking Warrior off. 19.
2: Dude, they're all, all
0: these oh, guys. oh, I lost my budget. You, Dude, you were fucking pounding your, your pecker.
2: <laughs> your own hand doesn't count, dudes.
0: <laughs> I have to say 14. I think
3: Beating so. Beating
2: your meat like it owes you money does not count. <laughs> Final question. Final one. Well, let's see. All right, Stubbs, which used to be Mr. Graystar. What do we got? Number 13. 13.
0: <laughs> Is this going to be a fucking
2: virgin question? What? No. <laughs> have you ever been to a brothel? Hmm.
0: I'd have to say yes. I'd have to say yes. Especially one of them Asian massage parlors. I got to find one of them again. The, you likey, likey. Yeah, I likey, likey. Keep on going. Geo said. Problem is, they closed them all around here. Gio Poor said, Asians.
2: Geo says he wasn't lying. He was nervous as fuck. It felt great and it was quick. <laughs> Yeah, but I have. Okay, how come how come Greystar so far is the only one that's been to a brothel? Oh, Randy's gone. I said I was,
0: but Boy. I consider, you know, uh, it was a happy ending. Yes, that's what I consider it—a happy ending. Problem is, you can't find them around here. You have to go all the way to Chicago to find the shit.
2: Does a bitch's car count?
0: <laughs> sure. <laughs> What'd she have, uh, now, uh, in session, what, <laughs> in session sign, do not disturb, <laughs> and you see a big line Sam outside Coastal the car.
2: Wolf. he said, yep, four floors of horrors in Germany.
3: <laughs> Damn!
2: <laughs> you knocked that shit out right there, holy fuck. <laughs> you didn't get one every day of the week. No, you can get one every hour.
0: (laughs) Why don't don't we we got cool shit shit like that, man? (laughs) We don't have any cool shit. I I don't like that. (laughs) That's some fucked up shit right there. And that's it for a motorcycle madhouse morning mayhem. Don't forget to visit us on Spotify (laughs) Apple iTunes and all major podcast platforms for all the replays of Motorcycle Madhouse shows. While you're there, give China chat chatting with China Dow podcast a listen. Don't miss out on our
3: lives Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Central Standard Time. Rock on!